Magic fans, we've waited a long time for this one. The Jonathan Isaac is back podcast on this edition of Orlando Magic Pod Squad. We catch up with Magic Big Man J.I. to discuss absolutely everything. This is going to be a fantastic listen for all you Magic fans. And of course, remember the Florida Department of Transportation reminds you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. If you've been drinking, don't get behind the wheel. Instead, find a sober driver or catch a ride service. Remember, drive sober or get pulled over. Have a great night and drive safe. We cover absolutely everything on this sit-down interview with Jonathan Isaac including his return last night against the Boston Celtics. How special it was to again set foot on the court after 904 days away, two and a half years from the game that he loves. His journey, his rehab, the entire process, the highs, the lows, his spiritual journey, the support system that he had in place, what this Magic organization and these Orlando Magic fans and really the support he got globally, what that has all meant to young Jonathan Isaac and how good he feels to be back and what kind of an impact can he have on this Magic team as they make their playoff push here the second half of the season. He has big things in store for this Orlando Magic roster and he's excited to be a part of it here down the stretch. We've got a great discussion with Jonathan Isaac and that comes your way next on this edition of Magic Pod Squad. This is Fonz Wagner of the Orlando Magic. This is Cole Anthony. This is Jalen Suggs. This is Paolo Bancaro of the Orlando Magic and you're listening to the Pod Squad. And welcome everyone to another edition of Orlando Magic Pod Squad. This is going to be a fun one. Dante Marcatelli, David Steele, Jeff Turner, George Galante, and Jonathan Isaac. Man, I have waited a long time to be able to say this. Jonathan Isaac, after his first game back, did you notice the pecking order that we did there? I feel bad, but George kind of always goes last. Did you notice that I on the intro? I didn't. I didn't notice at all. I was just surprised there's all five people in the room. <laughs> I know. To be honest, like it's been a long time since we've done one in person. Yes, oh, years, right? It, yeah, oh, well. a long time, yeah. long time in person. But to who, catch who, up, who hates Zoom more than I do? Does anybody hate I do. Zoom? More you than guys I hate do. it the most. <laughs> we've gotten. You've probably pretty good. I at think it. I've had to do with like. Oh, I can't even Zoom imagine. Calls in the last, like, with just being out, all that I stuff. I just wish but. I'd bought some stock in the company <laughs> three years ago. That's all. Yeah, you are lying. Well, I think, it, so this, at the time of this taping, you just played your first game last night. So here we sit Thursday or Tuesday afternoon, the day after. Kind of recap your emotions now that you've maybe had a couple hours to rethink everything. How are you feeling and how special was last night for you? Uh, I, I feel great. Um, I think, you know, what's just been resounding through my head is just just being grateful, like mm-hmm. just being grateful, grateful to the Magic for sticking with me, you know, during this time and, and my teammates, everybody that, you know, came out, the fans, my family that showed up um, and always just grateful to God, you know, getting back to this point. And I feel good. I feel like I feel like a, a, I feel so optimistic about myself, about the team, like what happened last night, I'm just like, we're, we're only scratching the surface of what this team can be. The more that I continue to get integrated and guys get comfortable and, and I really think the sky's the limit. Don't you guys like the fact no. that in this day and age of Woj and Shams and all that, that it's your pastor that broke the news? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Here's the thing, though. Hold that on. We, we had a plan. So we we, we, we had no. a plan. But it wasn't it perfect, a great day. I mean, what, it's it, perfect. In your situation, I, I, I saw, it could have been I better. I saw a comment that said, uh, they broke this news in the most Jonathan Isaac way possible. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, so I couldn't help it, but so I, uh, in service, um, you know, after the introduction, and he, you know, said what he said. Uh, I'm sitting down, and I wasn't even on social media, and so I got a text message to my phone, and it's the clip, and I'm like, "What the heck is this?" <laughs> and then uh, I click on it, and it's the video, and I'm like, 
there's some the people are watching. <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> always watching. Right. And so, uh, so it, it was crazy. And then I told him afterwards, and he was like, <laughs> he was like, Jonathan, you didn't tell me that you weren't supposed. To, nobody was supposed to say anything. I, he thought everybody had known that I was coming back on Monday. So it's all good. It's great though, isn't it? I mean, it's perfect. I had a I had a friend, a neighbor who is a, a, a Magic fan as well. He texts me and he goes, wow, you guys are taking it to a new level. Like you're using church to break news. <laughs> that's, that's, that's so funny. He said, that, would be pastor, a, that would be a Joel Glass thing. Right, right. <laughs> right he right. thinks of everything. <laughs> hey, Jonathan, I, I want to ask you um, in the rehab. So you're, you're out for basically two and a half years. Yeah. Uh, and I saw some comments that you made that uh, there were some times that you had some doubts, yeah. which is not a surprise. What was the low point in that stretch? And, and what pulled you out of that? Well, the the low the lowest point was right after it happened, and so I had went for like a week of just like not talking, not talking. I don't think I ate for like two days, um, and just you know just Loki just being depressed and just you know this sucks that this happened. Um, you know it was right after the you know me standing in the bubble, so it was all that controversy that was around everything. Um, and then other low points were just throughout the rehab process. You know I hurt my hamstring while we felt like I was getting really close to coming back and you know I was I was running I was sprinting and I took off you know down court and I kind of misstepped and tried to catch myself and I felt a pop and I was just like oh my gosh and then heard about what exactly it was so there was moments like that where it was like I don't know um you know if I'm going to get back or when I'm going to get back and then everybody's expecting me to get back so just times of of, of great pressure um, that made me second guess or doubt myself and doubt God. But um, I would say what brought me out of it is just the people, you know, that are around me. You know, my wife has been such an encouragement to me. Um, you know, she writes stuff on our mirror. And when I wake up and I see it and, uh, uh, you know, you know, the, uh, the, the Rocky quote, you know, it's not how many times you, you get hit. It's about, you know, how many times you yeah, get up. Right. And, you know, that will be on my on my mirror when I wake <laughs> Our up. Our wives write different messages. <laughs> <by God. laughs> stuff, a- stuff eggs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but just stuff Laundry. like that. You know, Yard's my, not going to mow itself, but that's good. Yeah, absolutely. Well, good for you, man. Stuff that's like that. You know, my pastor, just, just, just always kind of just bringing it back to God. Like, you know, there's a purpose in my life. I know that I'm here for a reason. Um, and no matter what happened, uh, whether I got back on the court or I didn't, that, you know, my identity is in Christ and I'm okay. And so that just helped me kind of, you know, push through every day. Chad, last night when I had a chance to interview you and everything, it's like I've got two minutes and I want to ask you all of this stuff that we're going to be talking about. Yeah. One of the things I want to ask you, I, I think I've told you before, I tore my ACL and so I, I, I know the rehab process and everything, but I remember one of the, the, the lowest feelings for me was I couldn't, participate in any of the preparation and everything. I remember vividly being on the exercise bike on the sideline rehabbing while the guys were getting ready for a playoff game. Um, And just, it's such a lonely feeling, really. Like you're almost helpless. How much of that was part of it? I mean, you're you're almost an afterthought at times. At least that's the way I feel. No, you're absolutely right. And it's it's just tough. It's just another aspect of what makes coming back from injury so difficult there's the there's the physical piece there's the emotional piece and then just like the the mental piece of it all not being or not being integrated you're not going on road trips um team is gone you're back you're working 
Um, and then when they hear you're not, you know, participating in practices, you're rehabbing while they're practicing, and you're on the sidelines for the games. And so that's definitely a part of a part of it. But just you know, trying your best to stay the course and, and stay positive. And as and, and as I was kind of alluding to the other night, you're you're such a competitor. That's you know, we we witnessed that. We know how much you love the competition part of. It. I think part of it too is, you know, you're like you were great like encouraging your teammates your teammates have talked about you you know sending them encouraging texts and everything but there's something about being an nba player affecting the game right. on the court and everything that it's it's something you miss i mean that's a huge part of it 100% just just being a part of it um like obviously just stepping on the floor was a, was was huge for me what took it over the top was being able to contribute in the way that i did and us walking out of there wouldn't win and so it's just like we did it, you know, Boston's behind us. You know, I'm, I'm ready for the next matchup and just keep moving forward. You know, as you um, think about when you reconnected with your teammates, was, uh, was there any difficulty there? Because as Jeff points out, you know, you were separated from the team in so right. many different ways. How important was it for you in your mind to reconnect in the locker room with these guys, develop relationships with people who were not a part of the team two and a half years ago? I'm almost everybody. Yeah, I, I've, I've been doing it. Yeah, I've, I've been doing it. Like as, as I've, um, you know, obviously known that I was coming back and just, you know, even when I didn't know exactly when I was going to come back, I was always trying to be engaged, always try to connect with the guys even outside of, outside of the gym, you know, hanging out or trying to figure, figure just figure something out. And so um, there's still definitely going to be a, a learning experience to being on the court and figuring out Paolo and Gary and all those guys, Franz, how to play with them, Kel again. Um, but um, I'm, I'm excited for it. How much have you changed in two and a half years as a human being? You were 22. You're 25 know, right? now. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely feel, um, you know, more grounded as an individual. I feel more sure of myself and, you know, just who I am and what I believe and I'm okay with it. I feel I, I feel like I have so much to me when it comes to basketball and, and my game that's gonna continue to come out as I get more and more comfortable outside of just the defensive end. And so I just wanna keep working and, and let it come out naturally. How hard was it for you? I mean, obviously you've had January 23rd circled on your calendar probably for a long time. Yeah. But how hard was it for you, say, in December to just wait? Now, you've got to wait another month. Like, you've waited all this time, and then that, that the finish line is coming, and you feel good. Like, how hard is that to just, to, like, to wait a little longer? <laughs> it, it was extremely difficult, especially with no matter what happens, I'm like I'm the comp the, the 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 conversation. So like the team loses, it's like why isn't Jonathan back? It's in? true. It's, it's, it's really it's wild. wild. Like it's wild. <laughs> you know the t the team wins. Ji would make it better. Ji still not back yet. And so it's just like as as I as I'm working hard every day and knowing okay this is my projection to come back and I don't I can't say anything. The team doesn't want to say anything and that's, that's a part of them. It's their job to kind of protect it and get me ready to to come back and let it all come out then. But. Uh, being able to steer clear of the negativity around me coming back um, was difficult, and I try my best to just stay low and stay focused. How so? What did you do to eliminate the outside noise? Because there was obviously a ton of yeah. outside noise during that time. During that well, time. just well, just focusing on the the positive. You know, there, there's there's always been no matter what's happened and and you know some of the different things that have happened in my life. Take the the stances or whatever. There's always been more positive than negative, and I've always tried to focus on it. And so. It's just focusing on, I know when I'm coming back. Um, the team knows when I'm coming back and just kind of 
staying staying low off of social media, not reading comments <laughs> and stuff like that, just helped me, you know, stay laser focused. Can you think of a time? There has to be times where, okay, you got to set milestones for for anyone that's going through a rehab. What would your advice be to them? Because I got to think there's days where you're like I feel like I'm not getting anywhere, yeah. and then there's got to be days where you just celebrate the heck out of whatever victory you just made, right? I mean, how- that's, that's honestly a part of what makes it so difficult because. On the days that, you know, it's so monotonous, you're doing the same yeah. thing over and over again, and then you you hit a, a threshold of improvement, and it's like, but that's just one moment, and then the next month is all the same thing over and over again until you hit the next threshold. So it's like, you, like, it's like when I started to run, I was like, I'm ready to play. Like, well, no, you have to do this for a month. And I'm like, I get to that month, and now I'm, I'm, I'm banging, and I'm ready to play. Right, well, no, right. we gotta do this for a month, and, and so it's like, it, it was it, it was really really tough and so the but what i would say what i would say to anybody going through this is just it's it's so much more than physical um it's so much more than just obviously working on your body and getting yourself where you need to be um mentally you, i feel like you need you need an outlet and you know a, a lot of people use different things sure. you know, to, to 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 find peace and solace or to escape the pressure of the moment be it you know, extracurricular activities, be it drinking or just just whatever. We use things that aren't actually able to sustain us. They just numb the pain or allow us to focus on something else. But my outlet has really been Christ and just like throwing my cares on him. And, and, and when I got anxious and when I got overwhelmed by the moment or by what other people were saying or um, that he say, she say about why I'm out and why I'm not, you know, back quick enough, I, I just kind of kept continuing to go back to them and again tributing it to the people that are in my life that pushed me there mm-hmm. even when I didn't want to go there right um and so so yeah I would I would say you need you need something to keep you and in a moment like that when life hits you you can't keep yourself it's amazing advice yeah I want I want I touched on this with you last night but I, I want to go deeper the the Lakeland thing and how important that step was for you I mean I you know again I, I just kind of reflect everything through my own experience and everything and rehabbing going right into an NBA game there's a, there's a lot to that right yes. and the and the just the process of playing the three games in Lakeland and how important that was kind of out of the spotlight right, right? it's a little different you laughed when I said it's like tonight's gonna be like being on steroids right, right? right. the light the bright lights and the expectations so how important was that for you, and how important is that Lakeland program to this Magic franchise? I, I really thought it was a fantastic decision. You know, we all came to it together. You know, me, the coaching staff, my agent, everybody was just like, you know, we think this is the right thing to do. Um, and I knew it because we had, I was scrimmaging with the team, and we had one play where um, we hadn't decided if I was going to go to the G League yet. So we were scrimmaging and playing well, but then I had one fast break. And it was me and Mo Wagner, and he was, you know, defending me on the fast break. And I could feel myself like I don't want to step on his feet. I don't. Yeah. I could feel myself be a little apprehensive, and I missed the layup where I could have just dunked it or something like that. And so I said, you know, after talking with Lindsey after that moment, I was like, you know what? Let me go to the G League. Let me play a couple of games. And uh, it was great for me. Like, j- like just being able to to experience it and to just say back to yourself, like, oh, like i'm a good player like like outside <laughs> right. of just outside of just working out with the coaching staff and you know obviously you look great there but like getting back into the floor things i'm like oh no i'm, I'm a good player i can manipulate the game i can i can, you know I, I know what i can do and so to get that confidence back um you know after a couple games and start to you know feel a rhythm and flow and i really felt that my last game in the g league you know there was there was a decision if i was going to play another one 
when they went up to Maine, but the last like four or five minutes in that last game in Sioux Falls, I like I hit my rhythm, and I was like, I'm ready. You know, I'm I'm ready. I felt good. I kind of you know left all the thoughts, and I was just back to playing Jonathan Isaac basketball. And then that's when I made the decision of the game. Like I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated by the whole the dynamic though of going down and playing for a team that's primarily made up of guys that are. Their goal is to get to the NBA, yeah. and, and, so, I, and I know a few of them. I played with a few of, of them. course. Like Aleem, yeah. I played with him. Um, that's right. You know, at IMG. Yeah, yeah that's but right. you're you're coming in, and you know the the responsibility of you know, of the coach is to get you minutes right. and to get you in. But it, you're displacing some guys that are chasing a dream. Yeah. How did how is the are you received in the locker room and well, and all those things? They're they're professionals. They're great guys. What I try my best to do is go in with the mindset of, you know, this isn't about me. You know, I wanted to make sure the guys felt comfortable. Um, when we went out to Sioux Falls, I took them all out to dinner, um, you know, That's on awesome. me just because I wanted to I wanted to let them know that I appreciate them for allowing me to come down and take up space. Yeah. I knew that, you know, some guys weren't getting the same minutes as they were with me not being there. And so I just, I just, I just wanted to come in. It's not about me. Um, I don't want to come in with an ego and, and make you feel small or anything like that. I know we're all professionals and trying to make it in the game. And I think they received that. I think they appreciated that. Well, they told me they appreciated the way I, you know, I, I handled myself and coming down. So I think it all worked out and they're doing a great job. And, you know, hopefully they, they go far this season. We were wondering, we had Nate Tibbetts in here. We were wondering when you agreed to go to Sioux Falls if you knew where it actually was. <laughs> <laughs> and, how, and how hard they, it was. They told me, that, I mean, that was, that was a part of the tough, look, we, that was a part of the, it was originally supposed to be two games. Right. It was supposed to be two games. Right. And uh, just in Lakeland, home, right? Yeah, just yeah. home. And then when they told me, uh, when they first told me that it was South Dakota, I said, no. <laughs> I, said, I'm not, I don't blame you. I'm not going. But then, um, you know, it's funny. I, I, I talked to my pastor. <laughs> I was, I was I talked to him. I said, hey, he want me to go to Sioux Falls. South Dakota, he said, man, go. Go play another game and whatnot. So I was like, you know, I'm going to go. Well, how does That's that travel ride. different ride, from yes. – from the big team well, travel. Was it a couple of stops back from Sioux Falls? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was, it, was, it was two flights, two flights both ways. And when I got to Sioux Falls, my back was killing me. My back was killing me. My legs were heavy. And I was like, oh, shoot, if I don't really get myself together, then I'm going to mess around and have to play another game. So I, 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 Extra incentive. Had, they brought Christian with me, which was fantastic. And so I guess she got to work on my back and all that stuff to get mm -hmm. me going. So. You mentioned your support system a few times, yeah. you know, and I know your pastor and we saw your parents at the game yeah. the other night and uh, the joy on their faces just, it just made me smile. It warmed my heart. Yeah. It had to be wonderful for you to see your mom and dad up there and, and to, to see them react to what you were, you were part of. How important have they been in this whole process? Well, they, they actually surprised me. My mom told me that it was just going to be her and, um, you know, my three brothers that live in Naples. But it was my whole family, my sister, uh, another one of my older brothers, and my dad. So when That's we were crazy. when we came out to warm up, I saw them up there, and I was like, "Oh snap!" You know, <laughs> they all came, and so now nah, they, they they've been amazing. You know, when 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 you're connected to somebody, when you hurt, they hurt. You know, when you're down, they're down, and so uh, you know, I know it's been it hasn't been easy for them either with me being out and the questions and the you know people having things to say. But, um, you know, they stuck with me and continued to support me throughout, you know, the entire process. And when I say my family, my church family, my wife, my pastor, that's, they're all included um, for encouraging me and helping me get back. So how many butterflies did you have <laughs> last night 
before you checked into the game or or as you checked into the game like how, uh, rating it from previous experiences like what would you compare that to because it had to be something yeah, and we was, had butterflies and we weren't playing yeah I, I i could almost feel it in the in the arena yes just how, yeah, for how, sure uh, how tense you know it just coming back and and the 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 adrenaline of the moment i was definitely nervous and uh i think it showed in that first my first attempt like i kind of like uh I was like, is he gonna is he gonna try to draw a charge? I thought Jalen Brown. Was I wasn't gonna, gonna try. bring that up. It's all, it's all good. It's all good. And I, I thought he was gonna try to draw a charge, and then when I went to gather myself, I kind of kicked my other foot, and it just it was just bad. I was so glad I hit that turnaround. I really was. I was like, oh. So were we, by the way. Okay, that's, that's a load off. Just knowing that you got yeah, that. Yeah. We, well, I don't know. We, we, you hadn't played in two and a half years. You played in the G. We thought well, it would be great if you get a basket or two. You know, you maybe get a re- <laughs> ten points in nine minutes, a couple of steals, yeah. leading the fast break. I mean, could you have imagined? It would have all you would have had that whole sample. And hold size. on, what did I say to you? Like first series into the game, I said, "Oh, good, you wait two and a half years, and you get to guard Jason Tatum right <laughs> yeah. now. Like, yeah, exactly. Right now, you get to guard Jason Tatum. Yeah, that's right. Welcome back. Exactly. Yeah. No, it was it, it was great. I definitely the the last like I told you guys before we started the last two minutes of that first four minute stint, I was gassed. Mm-hmm. I could not breathe. But the <laughs> the second one coming in, I definitely felt more relaxed. And I was like, okay, I'm good. You know, I'm 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 already kind of in a rhythm. And so when I hit that first three, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna hit another one. And so, yeah. you mentioned earlier in the pod that you feel like there's a lot of more basketball inside of you. Yeah. So what 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 does that look like? Uh, what are your goals as a basketball player now to move your game forward? Well, I, I just want to continue to get comfortable. Um, I know that I, I just know that I'm only scratching the surface of 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 what I am and what I can be. Um, and it's going to continue to just come out naturally. Like I, w- I want to be, I want to be the best defensive player in the NBA. I want to be the best two-way player in the NBA. And so, um, you know, being the anchor on defense for my teammates and knowing that they can trust me and um, be a leader out there with talking and just navigating the defense, um, that's what I want to be. So I got to continue to grow in that area and really get my legs under me continually and, and be able to guard one through five. Um, I really believe that I can. And then on the other side of the other other side of the ball, you know, continuing to work on my three. Um, catch and shoot, being able to put it on the floor, um, ISO situations, pick and roll situations, just continue to grow into that, you know, that full-fledged offensive threat that I know that I am. We always talk about when players come back from injury, that time off, maybe they've they've learned something about the game from watching it, not being a part of it. You had a long time to observe the yeah. game, J.I., and everything. What's what are some things that, you know, the, the, the J.I., the 22-year-old that was playing at a high level before he, his first injury from then until now that you've, that you've learned that you think makes you a better player? Yeah, I would say that um, what I've experienced, even just watching the Magic, how, how talented we are, how young we are, but the, the message that I've tried my best to really grasp in my heart and even, you know, talking to the other guys is that winning in this league is so difficult. And if if we aren't twice as focused um, and working twice as hard as the other teams, we're not going to catch them. And so, uh, you know, when even it comes to summer work and us coming together and really just when, when every guy is locked in mentally, you know, in terms of what we're trying to accomplish, I really do. We, we can do anything. And so, um, you know, when you're tailoring your life and tailoring your mindset around what can I what can I sacrifice? What can I do to make me better and make my teammates better? Um, I think you're on the road to, to greatness. And so um, that's just been my thing, like how difficult it is to really put 
games together and win in the tough moments and and you know we, we showed it last night yeah you know you right. got the boston celtics they they were hungry you know we, we we went and got two at their place and you know they're a prideful team and so i knew that they were going to come out um you know especially even in the second half ready to go and but we we weathered the storm like we had a we had a response for everything and so uh you know i think we just got to continue to work continue to put it together but i see it i, I see you know what this team can be and i just want to be a part of it you um, were 21, 22, 20, not that long ago. Young NBA player with some skill and made your mark in the NBA before the injuries. As you look at these couple of young guys that yeah. we've got here, Paolo and Franz in particular, yeah. what are your thoughts about what you see these, these young guys doing at such a, a young age and so early in their NBA careers? They're just, they're just mature. They're just mature, I think. I think Franz is. I don't even know how, how old is Franz. Twenty one. He's the oldest twenty one year old. You know, <laughs> no doubt. You, right? You'll ever no meet. Doubt. You'll ever meet. And so, um, you know, he's locked in. Paolo's locked in. They're mature, um, and they're just. I think they're just. They're ready for the moment. Um, and so, as they continue to grow as players, we all continue to grow. I, I, again, I just. I just think the sky is the limit. And you know, to me, it's like setting that standard of what we what we're capable of like last night was what we should have done you know what i'm saying not something that we aspire to or we were glad we got out of there with a win where i think that was the mindset for the magic for so long um unfortunately mm-hmm. but you know i want to walk away from a game like that and say this is what we were supposed to do they jamal mosley what 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 impact does he have on you and and this, this yeah, I mean, he, he's been he's been great. You know, he's been there every step of the way. You know, we've had conversation after conversation, even even you know yesterday before the game started, he was just like, "I got you." You know, we're gonna we're gonna draw one up for you early. Uh, <laughs> I got you. You know, what I'm saying you can look at me and 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 trust me that I got your back. And so, he's been fantastic. You know, um, just 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 every step of the way. You know, he, I I really do like the way that he's you know come about you know coaching and and being. Obviously, you know, an authority figure, but somebody that you can approach and talk to. And, you know, he loves his guys. You can see that by how he got in that huddle uh, uh, when we were when they were in Detroit. And so, yeah, he's a great coach. It was cool. The, the first stint when you came out, you were catching your breath for a second. But yeah. Wendell came over to you and yeah. it was like you guys were talking defensive schemes. And then I'm looking, I'm thinking, you never played with Wendell before. Right. There's like three guys on this team you've played with. <laughs> I mean, how, right. how, how cool is that to kind of learn these guys' games and uh, you get to practice with them a little bit and you've watched them, obviously, but how different is it being on the floor with them? I've only got to practice with them a little bit, like a, well, like that's a, right like too. a tiny bit. And so um, even just being out there on the floor with Gary and all these guys, I'm like, I, I don't even know what to do. Kind of like, it's just because <laughs> right. I'm, I'm still learning, you know, how we're going to go about playing together. And, you know, I had one moment with Gary where he was like, um, you know, we were figuring out the pick and roll and we were supposed to switch or not switch or whatever, but we were able to figure it out. And even in that moment, okay, I'm learning a little bit more about Gary, learning a little more about Wendell. And so it's just going to continue to, to, to flow. So I, that's why I say that, you know, we're only scratching the surface. Well, J.I., how happy are you, though, now? It's out of the way. The, your your yes. comeback game is out of the yeah. way. And, you know, you're going to get a little bit more attention the next couple of days. Right. But then at some point, that's just going to go back into the background a little bit. Yeah. And you can just get back to being with your teammates, playing games, right. and just getting into the regular flow of an NBA. So like, how is how grateful are you that that first one is just now gone and out of the way? Yeah, 100, like 100%. I'm, I'm happy. I'm grateful. It was a fantastic night. You know, we got the win. You know, moved me out the way. We got the win. I feel great about it. And, you know, just on to, on to the next one. I'm, I'm, I'm already there in terms of my mindset of, like, I'm here. Like, I, I'm going to continue to get, get into the flow. But... I want to affect winning night in and night out. And so, you know, the, the comeback game is over. Let's, let's play basketball. 
You know what's interesting? Oh, sorry, but I was going. We had Paulo on the on the air at the after the game, and he said the first one that reached out to him was you. He gets drafted. He hears from Ji. You've heard other guys say this, 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 and then heard from Ji. You're 25 years old, but you're like the big brother on the team. You're like the <laughs> right. Are you aware of the impact that you have and how much these guys look up to you in that regard? Uh, I, I'm probably not not as aware as <laughs> as, as they are, but um, but I appreciate it. Um, I, ca- I care. I care. I, I know that. Um, Winning and being a team and being great so goes so far past um, just the court. And if we can actually develop real relationships where they know um, that I have their back, you know, mm-hmm. when guys have been sick or when guys have been hurt, you know, I've tried my best to be there. Um, I honestly see it as ministry. And so, uh, you know, I'm there for you. You know, you can talk. You can, you know, hit me up. You need anything. And so I just want to be there and, you know, be a, be a help. How great is that? Good stuff. So much negativity for a couple of years. You know, Jonathan Isaac, he never plays. He's not – how is he ever going to come back? Um, I'm sure you heard some of that stuff. What? Uh, how How far down deep did you have to dig to pull yourself through all of that and put past all that negativity and, and be a positive person and come back like you did? Well, it, I would say not. it's not that it wasn't difficult, but um, just learning how to deal with it. You know, you, you don't want to – you don't want to become, you know, like people. And so I, I never wanted to be somebody that responded or, um, you know, gave somebody what they gave me, even though it was difficult. And so um, just again, just 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 leaning on Christ and leaning on those principles. And and those are the principles that help you win. Right. You don't you don't beat hate with hate. You only get more hate. And so, um, you know, I've tried my best to love in the spite of, you know, what's been said about me or my character or my belief system or anything like that. And um, just be authentically me. And so I just kind of continue to go back to it, and, and you know I'm gonna live my life the the best way I see fit, um, and that's 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 just doing my best to follow Christ. How about the groundswell of people that support you nationally? I, I bet right the, the people that reach out to you. I mean, is, does yeah. that blow your mind? Some of the feedback you've gotten from people it, around it, the world. It, it really does, and you know what's what's amazing, and to me just just speaks to how how much life is bigger than just basketball and you know whenever i go somewhere we're traveling or something like that more people know me for you know you know either you know me being a christian or some of the stances that i've taken know me more than more than just being a basketball player and so i appreciate that and i know that life is bigger than basketball and um you know what people at the end of the day truly need more than a game is 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 is, is peace in their lives and, and, and for their hearts and souls to be full. And, and the best way I see that is, is with Christ. And so I continue to just kind of lead with that. And But the, the support that I've gotten around the world um, has been crazy, like other countries and stuff like that. I'm right. like, how the heck do you know about who I am? <laughs> Can you share with us any yeah. uh, you know any story of someone who reached out that really just blew you away, that, that, that said you did this for me or what I appreciate this or that? Or- yeah, actually I got something you know kind of kind of recent. Um, I'll actually read you a um, – should I got my phone right here? I, I sent it to somebody. I was going through the, the comments of the book, like reviews of the book on Amazon, and, uh, uh, you know, there was somebody who said something along the lines of like, you know, I, I went to read the book because I saw Jonathan on a podcast or something like that, but his book really spoke to my soul. And that was something, uh, I, I'll just read this right here. It says, I originally bought this book after watching J.I. on YouTube talk about people being forced to follow, uh, follow the masses. Turns out his book spoke to my soul. I needed this book right now in my life and I wholeheartedly recommend it to anyone struggling in, their, in theirs. Thank you to Jonathan Isaac for helping to pick me up during a rough time. So it's, it's, it's stuff wow. like that that is just like, oh wow, like it really is bigger than basketball. And 
um yeah just just stuff like this like it's kind of like mind-boggling to me that you know you can be a help to somebody else and um even through writing the book i knew that there was going to be a ton of controversy but i knew that my story can help somebody and i knew that at the end of the day i wasn't trying to point people to me i was trying to point people to christ and to hear that people have been helped by it and encouraged by it and inspired by it, it it only makes it that much better I've got family members that haven't known what I've done for 25 years till we got Jonathan Isaac, and now they're all <laughs> now they're all in. They want the book. The book was a great read, J.I. Take I, us I, through I, that I process. It. Just the insight into your upbringing, your life, the things that you think an NBA player would struggle with, which mm-hmm. surprised me. You know, there's gets sometimes it was in early on it was a constant struggle. Like, yeah. what do I do? What's the next move? This and that. But you you had a, you were very open in your book. What, what how was that process for you? The, the process was 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 fun, um, but the process was also like scary um because i because i I knew what was gonna you know come about i knew you know that people were gonna you know not you know like you know the the publisher or like you know the things that i had to say um overall but you know i really do think my pastor said it best when he when he mentioned to me about writing the book he said you know people know the stand but they don't know your story and to me after reading the book and just going through the whole process it really is the story that gives the stand its backbone and so uh in that moment, it wasn't just about me standing up for something. It was that this kid who was making a decision to stand up for something that you know nobody around necessarily agrees with was the same kid who was on anxiety medication while he was playing at Florida State. Right. And so, um, to me, the only way you get from that to that is a real transformation and a real process of transformation. And I was highlighting how that transformation was Christ. And in the same way that I was pointing people in that moment to the love of Christ being what can truly heal the divide between white and black people, um, I was saying I had that transformation in my own life, so I know it to be true. And so I, I, in, in, in being transparent and um, you know, telling people about you know, my story and how I came up and all that stuff, it was, it was tough, it was, it was hard, but it was fulfilling. Um, I definitely found a love for creativity and words that I didn't know that I had. I didn't know that, you know, something like that was in me. And so to see it be a national bestseller and see it do what it did, it's, I just, you know, pray that it keeps going so more people get inspired. That's awesome. All right, last thing, J.I., we're done. Now we're done. We're not going to ask you about rehab anymore. You're done. We're You're done. here. You, it's like you've been here for two and a half years, yeah, right? So now right. we're talking about this team. How good can this team be? What do you expect? Where do you expect to be in the whole mix here down the stretch? What goals have you set for yourself? And we're talking playoffs around here, J.I. Can, can we get on board with this? Listen, I, I, I'll drop it right here. Um, you know, I'm going to continue to work. They're going to continue to improve. You know, my, my minutes are going to go up as we go along. Mm-hmm. Can you feel the fire? I feel, Can you feel, feel the fire? The it's time. like it's like. Did you guys I see what? Room. Did you guys That's see right. what Terrence said? Did you see what Terrence said? No, I didn't. Terrence Ross said, "Well, everybody's expecting you know, 22 year old skinny Ji with the little chin strap to come back, and Ji looks like he's been living in the woods for two years, <laughs> and now he's coming back and he's hungry. And just watch out. It's great. That's, That's feel awesome. the fire. I love T Rose. Oh, that's great. Well, you got everybody else fired up. I know you felt the love. You'll feel it the rest of the way. And let's have some fun. Let's play some games, and uh, let's make this thing a lot of in, a lot of a lot entertaining down the stretch here. Absolutely. Thanks, Jay. I appreciate Thanks, it. Jay. Yeah. Do it. That'll Thank do it fellas. for this edition of Magic Pod Squad. 